So I'd like to take us on another fun little journey. Um, the work that you did over at Chernobyl. Um, you oh, sussed out the fact that isotopes could be stored in, in mycorrhizae fungi. And then those damn Russians drove into friggin' Chernobyl and set up, dug in and set up shop and released, stripped every one of those friggin' goddamn uh, nuclear uh, alarms because they broke the fungi. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you found during that work, that incredible work that you did? Um, we found that um, the some of the plants growing in the field that had mycorrhizal fungi growing inside of them. Um, you know, and so maybe I need to talk a little bit more, a little bit better about um, what that um, what that process was. You know, the root system on the carrots. Um, uh, yeah, so you have the carrot itself, which is, you know, orange and, and fairly chunky, uh, the green top up here, and, but then uh, hyphae moving out, growing out from the uh, root of that carrot. And every one of those samples that we looked at where, the, where there was mycorrhizal fungi coming from one plant and colonizing the next plant, and colonizing the next plant and the next one, um, none of the actual carrot root had um, the the um, radioactive radioactively uh, yeah radioactive materials. Um, and so we, you know, where is the where are those radioactive materials? And we took the root systems, the small you know on the sides we took the that material off and looked at it and whoa that was guess what that's where uh, those radioactive materials were being stored by the carrots and so you know we we didn't have money to uh go looking at more um kinds of plants that uh had you know were, were they you know, like blueberry it <clears throat> you need to have a um you need to have a mycorrhizal partner to that as well. And so would it be the same? Would blueberry, blackberry, whatever, would it have those um, problems in the berries? And as long as they had mycorrhizal fungi, I believe they would. Now, we didn't actually look. Where we had the carrots and they had been treated with some sort of weedicide on it, and it killed the fungus, then the root of the carrot had radioactive material in it. Amazing. Just amazing. You know, and, and it just proves that what you discovered there <coughs> was in fact true when they went in and drove their tanks and ripped the whole friggin' forest up because they released all that. So obviously, a lot of other plants were doing the same thing. It's basically saying, no, 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 I don't want that isotope. So you go bury it over somewhere else in, in someone else's backyard. What is it, NIMBY? Not in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a, a group in England that has been going around the world looking at these different kinds of interactions. And their data fits our data perfectly. Nice. So it's you know it's getting out there to the wider um era to the wider people audience, yeah. audience yep and it's uh we've got a oh 
we've got uh, some work that we want to do this uh, not this summer we it's a little too late the money got in too uh too late uh, but next spring we'll be looking at that kind of situation um a bit more in depth so would it be just isotopes or would it be all kinds of different things like heavy metals and yeah, we plan on doing work with heavy metals, uh, all kinds of different toxic chemicals as well, um, as well as the, um, um, yeah. You know, it, it's funny, but, um, but again, Elaine, you have inspired so many people across the globe in so many different directions. And, and again, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because it's given me the ability to um, live a life that, that feeds my soul. It, it, I'm not chasing money, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing good things that make me feel good. And I don't know if you remember this project that I had with James Satillo. It was the Chattanooga Auto Dealership. And I came to you and I said, Elaine, had the soil tested it's got a tremendous amount of coal tar and you said all right you need pseudomonas and i'm like okay how do i make pseudomonas compost and you warned me you said clayton if you're sick you're going to get really sick playing with this stuff but if you do it appropriately pseudomonas will uh and you and you respect it the pseudomonas won't hurt you and you gave me a recipe i made it up uh i forget whether i was still at rodale or not but i, I made this compost and sent them down the extract and sure as shit, they cleaned it up. So, I mean, again, bioremediation is like going to be one of the real big issues. If if we don't crash into the 2030 agenda, all this shit, right? But there are so many super fun sites and so many dirty areas. Even, you know, just a regular farmland has so many heritage freaking chemicals, like atrazines and so you know this is really like the the one of the most important areas um that we need to look at in the future is that through composting correctly and appropriately and and using materials that we know do have these uh specific bacteria that can break these metals apart or these compounds uh degraders and decomposers and solubilizers um, we can make amazing changes, and and in a short period of time. I mean, we did that in one year. Early, it went from horrible levels of coal tar to 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 very little in in the course of about eighteen months. And so, have you been playing around with any more of uh, that type of bioremediation work? Um, we've got a proposal that looks like it will be funded. Maybe, hopefully, please, and if. Um, Fingers yeah. How many how many ways can you cross things? You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you remember Twister? <laughs> so um, if we get that funded, then we're going to be using compost as a filter for mm -hmm. all that contaminated water to go through. And it should be possible. We should be able to manage it. You got to release the realize that gosh, I, I'm not going to remember the ex, the the correct number of digits in here, but you know it's like six thousand new toxic chemicals are released each year. Mm -hmm. On top of all of those that we've already had, so how many you know since World War One? How many years has that been? And uh, We've been happily 
producing new and different toxic chemicals that are soluble. They move into the water. They move into your wells, uh, your lakes, your oceans, and uh, no one seems to get upset by this. We have to stop trying to grow our own food using toxic chemicals. It's, it's just such a mental, what are you thinking about? Um, money. <laughs> and that's all that matters in this world, right, is money. Um, it appears like that sometimes, Elaine. And, and you know, the reason I ask that is because a good friend of mine, um, Leaf, has gotten a job down in Oklahoma um, studying uh, mine waste. So this is a lead mine. And the wastewater that's coming out of there is horribly toxic. And um, originally, they set up a series of bags um, with filled with spent mushroom substrate only, um, and filter the water through that, and and change the bags periodically. And they have had a tremendous amount of success with just that. And I believe he's hoping if if his if he gets allowed to continue in the program to start introducing more compost because we did a study with Furman where he reached out to me. He had done, he had shown that the ability to break atrazine down to secondary and tertiary metabolites using white rot fungi, but the metabolites were just as toxic, but they weren't, they didn't last as long. So he wanted to eliminate them. So he asked me if, if my biocomplete compost would, would maybe benefit it. And I was like, heck yeah, why not? It can't hurt, right? So there, they did a, they did there, a series. Say there again? Been, there are, have been papers on atrazine showing that in a very short period of time, um, they could be completely decomposed. Yeah, yeah. So so when they added the compost with the white rot fungi, gone. Yeah. So again, it drives back to the fungally complete or fungally dominant compost as, as the solution to the pollution. Yep. It's not dilution. It's <laughs> it's to remove it. <laughs> right.